From Mendocino County Public Broadcasting, this is the KZYX News for Friday, January 27th. I'm Sarah Wright. The county paid a contractor to lay down a temporary bridge on Wednesday and Thursday, but contrary to expectations, the bridge was not available after 5 o'clock p.m. Last night, residents refused to move off the bridge, which bought time for a stream of fully packed vehicles and one more RV to make it off the property, which Public Health Officer Dr. Andy Korn and the Board of Supervisors deemed a public health emergency earlier this week. And residents got one more hour this morning, starting at 7 o'clock a.m. if they could. At 6.30, Danila Sands, director of United Disaster Relief of Northern California, was standing on the road with a headlamp on, persuading the bridge crew to let drivers get in to pull trailers out. Three drivers were gassed up and ready to move. One of them was Jerry, a resident who got out early and spent the day yesterday hauling out neighbors' trailers. By 7.15, he was over the bridge with a trailer belonging to a couple who'd packed yesterday but had been unable to get a truck to haul them. Within 15 minutes, he'd taken their trailer to a nearby turnout, dropped it by the side of the road, and raced back into the park to haul away another neighbor's home. They weren't ready, so he went back out to reconnect to the first trailer and drop it off again, this time at a nearby campground. Two more trucks also pulled in at first light. Each of them extracted a trailer as well. One of them was so long it scraped deep gouges into the hillside near the pullout where drivers had to angle their trucks to approach the narrow bridge correctly. One resident who crossed the bridge last night came back with a hitch for a car that wouldn't start and a sheriff's lieutenant helped the family and Danila Sands push it onto the hitch. By ten minutes after eight, everyone who was ready to get out had done so, and seven minutes later the bridge removal operation began. It took fifteen minutes to load it onto the flatbed of a semi. 25 trailers and RVs and 21 cars and pickup trucks remain, along with what must be tons of abandoned personal belongings. As the excavator moved dirt above the crumpled culvert, we took a few moments to talk with Sands, next to a building that used to be called the Clubhouse. She estimated that 15 trailers and mobile homes had made it out of the park before the bridge was removed. There's not a good count on how many people remained, either because they don't have anywhere else to go or because they couldn't get ready in the brief window of opportunity. It sounds like you're going to be following up with a lot of the people who got out. Can you give us an idea of where people went and how how tenuous those uh, post-Creekside cabins living situations are? Right. So, I mean, these folks are already, you know, some of them are already at their lowest points and they couldn't get a place anywhere else. This was their home. This was their community. They know everyone here by name. They know every dog's by name. I mean, you know, they know their neighbors. They could borrow a cup of sugar if they like, you know. And so we've we've worked with our partner um, organization, North Coast Opportunities, and been blessed from a grant from um, Mendocino County Community Foundation to help folks get um, some registration, get their vehicles insured so they can legally go down the road, they can legally park on the road temporarily, and they can legally get a new campsite somewhere else. Um, we've helped some folks with gas cards um, through the foundation as well, but also through a couple donors in the community have dropped off some gas cards. And we've met people with gas cans. So at least 10-ish, if not more, are at formerly KOA, now called Mendocino Redwoods RV, off of Highway 20 in Willits. Um, one wanted to be transported to Lake County. One wanted to be transported to Willits. Um, a couple are going to be going their way out to Humboldt County and maybe the Bay Area. 
uh, a couple are going to be finding new rentals and there are a few in hotels and there's at least one sleeper in their car that we brought them gas last night in Willits. One is getting out of the hospital today. I know that for certain. And one is gotten out of the hospital, I think late last night. They're in a hotel that might be through social services. That's also been helping out. And one has been in the hospital since the sinkhole. I do know of at least one other person on top of the hill that does 24 seven oxygen, a retired nurse. I don't know her whereabouts. We have a spreadsheet. We're working with our, our partner agencies and organizations to get the best resources to everybody so nobody gets missed. And we're going to do our best. So we have a spreadsheet of everybody's name, number, email, you know, how many animals they have, what their plans are, their vehicles, uh, and so on. We will continue to work with them. This is not just a hand a check over, hand a gas card over, you're on your way. We continue to work with them. You know, we advocate for them. We hook them up with resources and referrals. They have access to our center at least for the next three months, if not longer, depending on their need. Um, we have a client we just put in a motel yesterday. She'll be coming in doing her laundry today. So we'll continue to work with them to see, you know, how we can meet the additional needs. And um, our partner organization, NCO and us, are trying to get people like a month's rental space at their next place too. So. Um, they've had, you know, less than two days, less than 16 hours to pack all of their items with no help because when the bridge is closed and everyone's getting off work, nobody was able to come out here and help them pack. They're already elderly and disabled on oxygen. Some are in wheelchairs, some use walkers. They don't have the ability to pack up all of their belongings that have been here for five, you know, 15 years. Uh, along with, you know, their animals and, and get out and make arrangements with the insurance and DMV. I mean, our partners were at DMV with people yesterday um, getting their vehicles registered. This is something that would take six months to do. And you can, you can see visually here that, you know, a vast majority of the trailers and vehicles and belongings are still here. And they will remain here. For KZYX News, I'm Sarah Wright. For all our local news with photos and more, visit kzyx.org. You can also subscribe to the KZYX News Podcast, wherever you get your podcasts.